Thank you for listening to the Spare Change Podcast. Finance knows no limits. Today, I talk about death and taxes and how to prepare your estate and plan ahead for the beneficiaries and those that you love today. Hello and welcome to the Spare Change Podcast. Today, I'll be discussing death, taxes related to death, and estate planning. So overall, some of the things I'd like to talk about today in regards to estate planning are building out your will, understanding how your investments and assets will be distributed to your beneficiaries and how to plan ahead now so that you run into less issues when it comes to either a change in your health or a significant impact to your assets and how you plan for your beneficiaries to receive them. So one of the first things I'd like to say is this is a relevant issue to me because not only am I going to die at some point, but I'm currently experiencing the loss of family members with both my family and my wife's family. Um, I lost my dad in September. My wife left or lost her uh, mom in September, a week after my dad. So just understanding that it's a very relevant topic in my life and understanding that everyone that we know is going to die at some point, um, as including ourselves and those that we wish to provide for, it is extremely important to understand where our planning efforts are. Um, so let's jump into it. The main idea of death planning and estate planning for most people is a living will or uh, last will and testament, basically to allow for the distribution of your assets as you see a fit. Let's say you didn't have a will in place. You are then and test it, which is a term used in the U.S. bar um, discussing those who do not have a will to cover them will have their assets distributed per the state and um, federal regulations for their state. Um, and that's an important topic I'd like to cover is that state regulations can impact your state planning if you don't specifically determine where your assets are to be distributed. Um, for instance, if you didn't want to give your assets directly to your spouse and children, um, if you had other plans that might not go according to your plan if you were not to have a will in place. Um, if you wanted to give it to like a sibling or something, you're typically looking at state regulation that would push those assets to your spouse and children prior to any external family members um, outside of your immediate. Um, if, if you were unmarried, it might be different. You might want to plan ahead and say 
well, I want my assets to go to so-and-so, uh, someone that you trust. It might not go that way. It might go to one of your siblings or to your parents. And it's important to understand that the writing of a will and the officiating of a will through probate or another lawyer or attorney is very valuable and the idea that it can provide legal guidance for whoever the executor of your will is and they can follow your guidance rather than the state's default guidance for those without wills. Um, some of the things to consider when writing your will is you did have children or you did have a spouse. You, you think about those accounts that are associated with the people that you're trying to provide for. Um, for instance, a joint account, does it have rights of survivorship? So joint accounts with rights of survivorship, upon your death, the assets within those accounts are transferred to the surviving account owner. Um, and beyond that point, let's say both owners were to die, they would then be transferred to beneficiaries, uh, either by how the state would dictate or how your will and testament would dictate. Um, in, in the aspect of giving to your children and providing for your children, um, we can talk uniform gift to minors and uniform transfers to minors accounts. Um, so the way those work is a custodian is assigned over the account and the benefactor of the account will always be the minor associated with the account when they turn 18 and those accounts are within the custodian's social security number so if you were the custodian and you pass away but you want someone to still be able to coordinate um, all, all things related to the uniform gifts to minors or uniform transfers to minors accounts then you would designate a guardian or custodian within your will to take your place and continue providing for your children or whoever um, you're, you're providing to through those types of accounts um, some other things include the planning of your personal property. Um, th there are some things that fall into non-prorate assets um, that, that would just transfer per the will immediately or transfer per um, the designated account holders immediately rather than following just state regulation or the will and fi finding those determining factors. Y you can avoid a lot of that um, process with non-probate assets. I actually have a list of what assets fall into that category. So non-probate property, thinking joint owned property, trusts, annuities and retirement benefits, life insurance, all of those things have designated beneficiaries. Um, they, they won't be under the requirements of will and testament. They won't have to go through a probate lawyer all of, all of those types of assets have a significant advantage in that they don't have to go through the additional processes of a will and testament. Some things that you should be aware of are the taxes associated with estate 
tax and gifts tax and uh, generationally skipped transfers. I'll explain what these things mean. Give me another moment really quickly. Um, I'll provide the resources that I'm referencing as well. So in 2017, there was a Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which was enacted, providing the limit to be $10 million for a state gift and generation skipping transfer tax through 2025, and it would revert on January 1st of 2026. So that's, that's currently what we look at for estate taxes, gift taxes, and generation skipping transfer taxes. So as far as estate taxes, we're talking everything that would be transferred based on your assets, your estate, what those tax rates would be. Um, so adjusted for inflation in the year 2022, as of right now, is $12,060,000. That is the limit before tax um, and where the tax exemption stops for estate planning. So let's say you have assets that exceed that dollar value. Then you would have to look at gifting or, um, or look at generation skipping transfers. So generation skipping transfers is like, rather than to your spouse or children, it goes to your grandchildren or so on. Um, someone, someone that wouldn't be typically designated as a beneficiary of your assets. That being said, you, you can plan ahead today in those frameworks by putting yourself in a situation where you've got a will, you've had the will witnessed by two, three people, depends on, again, state regulations, state laws, but preparing now and ensuring that your assets and the things that you're trying to take care of can be provided to the people you're trying to provide for, that's, that's the main topic here um, today. When, when we talk about dying as well, another, another idea is life insurance. And there, there's two types of life insurance or um, uh, trying to think of the word, just um, protections and insurance related to your estate. So typically those fall into, you've got term and lifetime policies. So what your term doesn't do that a lifetime policy would is terms don't allow you to draw loans against the um, account itself and lifetime does as I understand it I'm sure that there might be more legalities behind that that I don't have the complex understanding about but I think it's very like fundamentally important to understand 
what policies you have in place to protect your family in case that you are no longer there to support them. Um, and let's say that you pass away. It's very important to understand that there, there are ways to protect your family from those kinds of issues. Preparation for death and taxes related to your estate and how you can provide for your family beyond the typical, oh well, I, I'm preparing. Um, I know there's a survivorship benefit program. I'll pull up the exact details, but for, for military specifically, beyond the limitation and scope of service members group life insurance, there are additional resources. Um, give me just a moment to pull that up as well. Okay, there are plenty of resources available. Um, the resources that I have discussed today include things from Nixon Peabody, um, their, their blog, and they discuss trusts and estates. I will provide that in the description below. Also, the American Bar Association, they deal with all things um, U.S. tax laws, legal um, preparations for people in the U.S., and all the legal processes in America overall. Additionally, I have been studying uh, in detail the assets and account management portions of this discussion um, as it relates to individuals who are looking to protect their wealth and provide for their families. So under the military pay, um, .defense.gov, there's an overview of the survivor benefit plan. And what that does is it allows a retiree to ensure after death a continuous lifetime annuity for their dependents based on a percentage of their retired pay. So that program is good for folks who have retirements within the military industry um, and, and the maximum of that annuity is 55% of the members retired pay the elected base amount for their assuming the highest amount the coverage for your spouse and children is low in comparison to other available plans and while that may be a limited group, I, I do in in providing these resources, I, I hope that it can help someone, um, and it helps people mitigate risks associated with an unplanned death or sickness, and um, outliving a benefit that someone would be able to receive without the resources that we've talked about today. Um, trying to keep this one short and sweet, more or less a discussion of what's available to you as a estate planning and life insurance and uh, tax mitigation and passing your assets on to your loved ones. That, that is the main discussion here. Hopefully, there's been something of value in this discussion for everyone listening. 
and I would hope that if you have any questions you would uh, reach out on Instagram to Spare Change Podcast. I've uh, provided links below on how you can reach us and how you can hold these discussions outside of just today's episode or a comment section. I'm more than open to learning more. Um, I'm sure there's things I missed, but just a brief discussion on death benefits and providing for your family when you're not there. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Spare Change Podcast. Please follow, share, and remember, finance knows no limits.